Satan is the enemy. And anything other than love, joy, peace, kindness, empathy, acceptance, truth, consideration, positivity, and harmony is the behavior of the enemy. Now, don't get me wrong. I know everyone is entitled to have bad days. This is life and life be life in. But behaviors such as violence, neglect, abandonment, depression, addictions, uh, molestation, rape, bullying, narcissism, and manipulation, as well as abuse, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, and verbal, is the behavior of the enemy. Meaning, spiritually, the enemy is present. And he's present because of some type of door that is open or even just a small crack that he has slipped through. We must always keep in mind that the enemy's main objective is to steal, kill, and destroy. Steal your peace, kill your dreams, joy, and happiness, and destroy unity, relationships, and self-esteem among a lot of others. We basically know the behavior of God, Jesus, to specify, and the behavior of the enemy, Satan. And our home environment is the foundation for everything. So if you're going through hell at home, the enemy is somewhere present, spiritually. If you're going through hell, whether it be in a foster care, the enemy is somewhere present. If you're going through hell in your relationships, the enemy is present. Welcome to season one of Spiritually Becoming Aware of the Enemy. Come back and see us for episode two. Hello and welcome back to Setting the Captives Free podcast, where we meet to be set free from captivity of mental physical, emotional, and spiritual bondage of the enemy. And while many of us have been taken captive spiritually by the enemy and don't even know it or can't recognize spiritually where he has us imprisoned in his system, I'm here to help bring awareness to such places and tactics. And also, while the enemy's main motive and intention is to steal, kill, destroy, and lastly, to twist your thoughts and emotions toward God, to mislead you into being disloyal to our God and side with him, the enemy, I'm sure my duty and desire is to help us clarify who the enemy really is and to reveal, uncover, and shed light to all darkness, being a light, the light in such a dark world. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So become family and join us as we break down what that means through real life experiences while setting the captives free. Hey guys, welcome back to Setting the Captives Free Podcast. I'm very excited on today because today is our very first full episode here on Setting the Captives Free Podcast. And I am beyond excited. I am beyond ready 
to set the captives free because I'm tired. And Pharaoh, it's time to let my people go. Let God's children go. We've been held captive for far too long. I was held captive for far too long. And so because I had a savior, I was set free. I am here to extend my reach, extend my arm to set the other captives free as well. So because God's been so good to me, I want to be good to you all. And I want to drop the Jews that he has imparted in me onto you. So in today's episode, I want to share my thoughts and talk about the agenda the enemy has on our children. And I could have talked about anything else, but I chose intentionally to talk about the agenda being pushed and executed on our children because I feel that is a very important topic. And if you're a parent, an active parent that loves the crap out of your child, then you'll understand the urgency and great significance of today's call to action. Even if you're not a parent, you have siblings, nieces, and nephews, or you're a teacher of some sort, then this word still applies. The corruption and misguidance of our children is at an all-time high. Today in the homes, streets, and in the world. And I mean, it's unbelievably heading down a rabbit hole of destruction, chaos, confusion, and more generational trauma. Now, I know I just called out a number of things. So before I get into them, I first want to say, welcome to season one of Setting the Captives Free. And this season will be centered on the children. Yes, I'll be dedicating the next few episodes to explain what's going on, how we play a part, and what we can do to help and to bring change to overturn the plans of the enemy. That will also bring change and ruin in the plans that he has for us as well. I'm here to bring awareness to and to just flat out say it. God is concerned about his children, you and I, but more importantly, our little ones. And I don't want to just honestly say this, but I do feel like in some instances, we're just handing them over to him. And it's just in the little things that we think aren't a factor, but it is in the small things and in the small details that we don't pay attention to. Now, earlier I mentioned in the homes, the enemy is there. In the streets, the enemy is there. On TV, the enemy is there. In the schools, the enemy is there. In the churches, some, not all, but the enemy is still there. In the world, social media, news, concerts, friendships, books, movies, y'all, the enemy is there. He's everywhere. Even in the parents of the children and already in some of the children. And no, I'm not speaking just physically. Although we can see some examples of this physically, I'm more so talking spiritually. And for those of you that know, you know. And it's not a joke. Now stay with me because I'm going to be speaking from the world that we're living in today, meaning presently, currently, and in our daily lives in America which is where I am and maybe for some of you where you are in other countries, but presently in our world today and how bad it's gotten. Now this broad topic is, or shall I say, relative and relates to the past as well because it's because of the past and not being able to spot the enemy. And some of us did and still chose to completely ignore it 
like it wasn't real and just chose to not take it seriously so since we chose to not take it seriously in the past our present is consumed with everything of the enemy and our future will be more corrupt by, corrupted by the enemy and his schemes and tactics because we're simply refusing to not take this serious when it's not a game i need people to understand i need us to understand spiritually this stuff ain't no joke it's costing us our lives our children our family relationships marriages friends careers our gifts talents our finances our dreams our king and our kingdom assignments it's costing us our peace and our sanity our godliness and our connections with god it's costing us our innocence and purity it may look like some are winning on the outside but honey some of those people are spiritually dead spiritually corrupted in which that's a whole nother topic or episode for another day so be on the lookout for that but back to you know topic at hand now earlier i mentioned that the enemy was in our homes streets and everywhere in our world at this point he enters anywhere that's left open for him to enter i mean slipping through the smallest cracks the enemy is very present and his ways and influence is more present as the days go by i want to draw attention to the ways the enemy is present in our homes i want to start with our homes because it is indeed the foundation of everything and what I mean by that is simple. And I reference the Bible now. So from Proverbs 22 verse 6. It states train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old he will not depart from it. So I'll say this to that. I know I said we're speaking on Satan. The enemy coming after our kids. But I want to add in that we're God kids too. Yes us adults that follow Jesus and that chooses to follow jesus we're considered his children and his sons as well all in all every person soul on this earth belongs to jesus until he gives those up to their fleshly desires that they keep going against him and his commandments with but we're all children of god so this all applies to us and is also dedicated to our babies more because we need to save them and their future and the future of this world many of us adults weren't raised and trained up in the ways that we should go meaning from toddlers or the age of understanding until the age when we were old enough to move out our parents or guardians didn't introduce us to jesus the holy trinity for the households that were trained up in the ways that they should go, I applaud your foundation setters. Now you continue to set the foundation in your families and their families beyond. Everyone wasn't afforded that luxury. Yes, because indeed Jesus is a fine luxury to have in your life. But many of us weren't trained in the way that we should go properly. A lot of us just had parents who made sure to keep a roof over our heads, clothes on our back, and food on our tables. They saw us through school and whipped and disciplined us for misbehaving. Some parents taught right from wrong, some didn't. 
Some kids practically raise themselves under different circumstances. Side note, just alerting y'all how this conversation about to heat up a notch. It's about to get warm, then hot, because just like it was cool in temperature for some of us who had parents who did enough to all they could day-to-day to raise us the best they could to ensure and hope we turn out diff- decent children. How some of those parents included Jesus, church, and the Bible, as well as the following of Jesus. Some parents didn't include Jesus, the Bible, church, and the following of Jesus. They just made sure we knew right from wrong what to do and what not to do. You know, just raising decent kids. Let's warm this conversation up and mention the children that didn't even have that much parents that was aware enough to raise decent children. Parents that made sure their food was on the table, that their children had decent clothes and shoes and a stable roof over their heads. Now we can truly speak about the enemy being present in our homes. Anytime you have a parent or guardian that has a child in and under their care, that isn't being sought after as their role and title deemed them, understand the enemy is present. Now remember, I'm talking about children now and us adults who were once children and even still, we're all still children of God. So if we're not being raised and taught and handled correctly, there is an enemy present. Now why you say an enemy has to be present if people not doing what their title and roles deem them, girl? How you know an enemy is present? How? Because the role of a parent is to first love your children, protect them, feed them, clothe them, financially support them, and supervise them, control them, but but control them to an extent where they know right from wrong and how to respect authority, which is gaining order in your homes and how they're supposed to act outside of the home when they're dealing with adults and older people. How can you truly love and parent them if you can't provide basic human needs and necessities for them? Now, honey, I know parents that'll go without to make sure that their children have. I know parents that'll make basic choices and decisions in life to make sure that their children have. But you still have some parents that don't push it enough, you know what I'm saying, to even make sure that their kids have the basic things that they need. Even if that's just love, how you treat them, how you talk to them, everything that you give them emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, we ain't even got to be talking about just physically. If that child is not receiving everything or just a little bit of something emotionally, spiritually, and mentally from you, Because even if you don't have it to give physically, then give them all those other things as well. If you can, if you're in a stable mind to give them that. But children shouldn't have to go without physically either. Because like I said, parents, real parents going to make sacrifices and going to make choices. They may go against everything that they stand for to make sure that their kids have. I remember again, remember again. I'm speaking about the enemy being present in our homes. So if you're a parent and you cannot provide those basic necessities, those basic needs, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and physically, there is an enemy present in that home. My question then becomes, 
What's stopping their parent or guardian from simply raising their children and parenting them and providing for them? Because before we start making assumptions, we do have to look at other people's situations because people's situations may not be like ours. So then you have to try to get to the root of the situation before you try to judge it. Correct? Correct. Let's remember, we're looking for the enemy. And I don't know if you all just thinking with our physical, you know, reality and minds, but we're going beyond the physical. We're looking for the enemy spiritually. Don't let that go past y'all head. If a parent cannot do what they're supposed to do or chooses not to or isn't doing, then the enemy is present. Spiritually, the enemy is present. Now, before I get to answering and speaking on that, I do understand from generation to generation, some families didn't have the example set before them, meaning some kids weren't even raised by their parents, but by foster homes or other family members. And there are many reasons for these options. I understand that totally. So let's get into it. Let's backtrack. In a home where everything was okay and decent kids came from that household, but Jesus wasn't introduced to, to those children, let alone followed, I feel like there was a house where parents and guardians felt like they could do it on their own. I mean, like, get a job that pays enough to provide and allow y'all to stay afloat. Not to mention, what if it's a single-parent home? In those instances, sometimes the work hours demand that the parent-guardian for them to be absent in the most important hours of children's lives, in which that does depends on age. I feel like at four or five years of age until high school, the most important hours are those second and third shift hours. Second shift meaning two to 10, third shift meaning overnight. You know, those are the most important hours. Now, before y'all come and attack me and cut my head off, for this statement, I'm just saying, I believe without my heart, those are important hours for parenting and being present and raising our children. Because, honey, I remember myself at those ages. I remember my childhood. I remember what I was doing at those times. Now, school hours, that first year, everybody at work, people at school, the kids at school being productive. Those are like real productive hours. But... Those second and third shift hours, I know when my parents wasn't present, what I was doing. But even then, when parents are at home, it's only so much. You know what I'm saying? It's only so many eyes you have on your children, especially when they go outside. Now, again, I, I can say I remember my childhood because, baby, I turned up and I turned up early. So I don't want to hear like uh me saying within the ages that not at that age not at this no 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 because baby i was in a neighborhood and it was lit okay and i had friends and we was all allowed to be outside baby we was allowed to go everywhere in the neighborhood honey what's neighborhood and ring if that is even a word <laughs> but i do feel like those are the hours where the enemy is present and so I said that to say because, let me go back, because the enemy is present in those hours because of influence. 
because everybody isn't raised the same, because children are allowed a lot of freedom, because choices are a lot of choices are made in those hours by children. You know what I'm saying? Being outside with their peers or in the home making decisions and choices when the parents aren't focused or aren't parenting and aware and in control or at least even around choices are being made and if you're not raising and training your children up as they should go knowing right from wrong see it's a difference when i say raising them you know with the following of jesus and just raising raising i said racing but raising decent children raising decent children yes they know right from wrong yes you're teaching them do this and don't do that or you're telling them those things with your mouth but if you are aren't a good example for those children or setting the tone in your house then those children are going to make decisions on their own yes we have all been children before and we can't we can't fake the fun we know that even though our mama said don't do this and don't do that even a toddler when we tell them don't do this and don't do that they still go and do it so they don't get a pass either. So you have to raise these children and implement those no's and don't do this and don't do that and raise children to follow God or to just follow authority or do what you say. Now, sometimes we spoil the heck out of our children and we raise them up and they become not so good children out here because we didn't discipline them because we was too busy spoiling them. Not being able to tell them no or not telling them no or not disciplining them or not, you know, gaining control in our house. Raising kids that you can't tell them nothing because they attitude so bad or they play the roles and, you know, children manipulate too. But it's just how you're setting the foundation of your house is very important because if you let the enemy slip in, he's going to slip in. And if there's no God in their house, then guess what? The enemy is very present in one way or another. Done slipped in one way or another. But when you train up a child in the way that they should go and you're raising them under God and his commandments, Jesus, because some people say God is God and they have other gods, but I'm talking about Jesus. Raising them up in the way that they should go under Jesus and his commandments, teaching them what's right from wrong and how to carry themselves and what to do and what not to do. If you are instilling the fear of God in your children, when they grow up and as they get older, they will know how to make correct decisions because they have the fear of God within them. And they know what God expects of them. Some kids do, you know, raise up to be, uh, to fear God. My son does. He cries, baby. How, mama, how you know God forgive me? How da 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 How da 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 Yes. You can see it. You know what it sounds like. I know what it sounds like. It's a difference in my childhood and my children's childhood. Because we was the decent kids. And my mama did a doggone good job. Had a career and everything. But God, I can just honestly say. This is my story. I can just honestly say that in that household, God wasn't present like he should have been. You know, I had to go get Jesus from my father's side. So the enemy was very present in that home spiritually in ways that we wasn't aware of back then. Because if we had been raised and trained and in that Bible and going to church and learning these things like we should have, we would have known 
or known, I'm sorry, how to spot the enemy. So it's very important to train children up in the way that they should go so they will know how to spot the enemy. And if you all haven't caught on by now, I am speaking very spiritually. Very spiritually. Because some people will say, well, I'm doing the best I can. Da, 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 da. And my kids cool and they straight and they this. But honey, spiritually, the enemy is present. In one way or another, in some areas, the enemy slips in. Because even though I'm raising my kids to the best of my ability and putting the fear of God in them and teaching them the Bible and they're building their own relationship with God, when, they're, when they aren't around me, they still have friends. They still have peer influence. And they still sometimes make bad decisions. The enemy can use anybody. But I'm getting ahead of myself. God just took over. Okay, Father? Okay, you took over. Indeed. And I'm going to just say this because like I keep saying, this scripture is the background of this podcast. So I'm going to always be coming from a spiritual place. So I need people to keep up with me spiritually, not just physically. In Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12, it says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness and high places so guys i'm coming at y'all spiritually i need y'all to keep up and if this word is for you it's for you some people can receive this some people can't i'm sorry if you can't i pray that you do but this is an attack this is just bringing awareness to the enemy being present in our home if jesus is not in our home and if jesus isn't the rock and the foundation of our homes i'm speaking about the enemy being present in our homes in the schools and in the world so girl who is this enemy that you keep talking about what is this enemy that you keep talking about that is present in our home okay so yes i will give you every enemy that could be present in your home and it may not be all of them but guess what it's gonna be one or a couple of them i'm telling you if jesus isn't in the home then the enemy is present and i'm not saying that all of these that i'm about to name every last one of them i'm not saying that every last one of them is present in your home but at least a couple of them is if jesus ain't up in there and you can say lord lord but you have to be a true follower of jesus to claim that like that yes we all know god we know god died for our sins but if you aren't a follower of him and his commandments then anyway um so yeah, who is this enemy that I keep speaking about? I'm going to name a couple, more than a couple. Because I want to address the enemy that is in our homes that we don't pay attention to. That we think is nothing serious, but it really is something. Rejection. Abandonment. Depression. Stress. Worry. Anxiety. Fear. Poverty, sorrow, lack of empathy and sympathy, lack of compassion, neglect, lack of understanding, avoidance, bullying, 
emotional detachment, and numbness. Lack of showing love, speaking love, being love, being loved, duh, and expressing love. Drug use and addiction. Alcohol addiction. Verbal abuse, emotional abuse, mental abuse, physical abuse. Non-present parenting, meaning they're there, but they're not there. Which leads to our kids raising themselves or TV, social media, and music raising our kids. Molestation. Chaos, rape, manipulation, narcissism, just to name a few. Attachment, detachment, and codependency. Attachment to what? Detachment to what or from what? Codependency on what or who? Generational patterns, curses, trauma, and pronunciations. Just to name a few, just to name a couple handfuls. These are ways that the enemies are in our homes and a lot of people are not even aware of it and they don't even name label these things that i've called out the enemy but yes indeed these are the things that rip through families that rip through people one by one we all can say we have battled with a lot of about five of these all together depression anxiety substance abuse all this type of stuff one person can wrestle with all this just in one but we don't call these things the enemy. But they are the enemy. Because guess what? They're not of God. God ain't sending you no chaos and confusion. God ain't sending you no physical abuse. God ain't sending you no man to beat on you. God ain't sending you no woman to beat on you. Manipulation and narcissism. God don't send that. Depression. Worry. Stress. Jesus ain't sending that. Abandonment. He's not sending it. He's always with us. Always with us. Come on. Let's talk about it. Let's be real and let's talk about it. If Jesus isn't in the home, you can say, thank you, God, for waking us up this morning. Thank you for letting us return home safely. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Yes, be grateful for that. But if you don't have a home in which you all are learning about Jesus, having Bible study, learning his ways and his character and how he loves you, letting him be your friend, your comforter, letting him be your teacher, your doctor, your everything, feeling the voice that you are trying to fill with people, drugs and clubs, alcoholism, escapism, suppression. We all got things that we are going through but it's how you handle them. And the best way I've learned to handle them is by giving them to God, by learning God, learning his promises, and letting him comfort me. So I say again, what enemy is present in your home if God isn't present in your home? Which one of these things that I've called out and mentioned, because it was over 20, is keeping you from being the parent that God created you to be. Is it one of the generational traumas, patterns, or curses where you didn't receive that love from your parents so you don't know how to love your children and properly raise your children because you didn't have that example in your home? Was it that? Is it the stress and the depression and the worry and the anxiety that's keeping you from being a good parent to your kids and raising your kids? And furthermore, if 
I just want to piggyback. If it is the generational patterns and curses of you not having that example set before you or not having your mom or your dad to show up for you and parent you and be there for you, then we always say we don't want to be like them. But when we get to growing up, we become more like them and do the same things if we are not aware and conscious. So if we know how it felt to not have those things, then why would we do that same thing to our children? Why? Because we are unconsciously walking and living life. We are not paying attention to the enemy striking generation after generation. We are too in the world and not paying attention. God said to be in the world, but not of it. And when you're too busy trying to be in the world, you're too busy trying to look like the world, sound like the world, conform to the world. You have the wrong people around you of influence. So you can't be all you need to be because you don't have that those type of people and things around you to guide you properly, especially if you never had it. If you never had a lot of things in your childhood, then look at who's around you and who you are surrounding yourself around. The music, the people, the places, the relationships that you are placing yourself in. Is it helping you to become a better person? To be a better person to your children, to yourself. And if you don't have children, you can still be going through a lot of things and the enemy can still be present in your home if Jesus is not in there. And that's just the bottom line. If we want to get technical, because some people can say, well, I ain't got no keys and blah, 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 blah. But listen, I'm saying all of this to say, if Jesus is not present in your home, if you're not a follower of Jesus, if the Bible isn't in your home, if you're not learning about God and what's going on in these days, then the enemy is present. That is the point that I am trying to make. We have to save ourselves. We have to save our children. This world is getting darker and darker. And when I mean darker, I mean more evil by the day. When I say by the not even by the day, by the minute, by the hour. We can't even properly raise our kids 100% to God commandments because we can do all that we can do in this home. But guess what? You still have people of authority pushing certain agendas. And though we may have not voted for certain agendas, we accept them and we just mind our business. But when you get to a point where you putting all type of books that has nothing to do with education in these schools, when you are allowing your children to go to, and I'm not, and I'm not gonna even say allowing your children to go to because I watched a video the other day of parents, parents, yes, parents taking their toddlers, their three-year-old, four-year-old, five-year-old, six-year-olds, little children, little innocent children. I saw a video of parents taking their children to, you know, to book clubs to be read books by drag queens, 
dressed up in all kind of costumes that's pushing an agenda without having to say too much because I know that people would like to come after you and counsel you, but guess what? I'm going to do and be about my father's business. I love all, but that does not mean I have to accept everything. So Jesus is in my home. And he is coming after our children because the enemy knows that our children are the future. And if they can corrupt the minds of our children through music, through videos, through TV, through trauma, through hurt, through pain, then they already know that they have them. And it's going to be easier to lure them to the darker side. So I need parents to wake up. I need parents to first of all wake up and let's focus on getting ourselves together, healing ourselves, healing our hearts, healing our minds, getting the necessary help that we need, getting around friends of good influence that can pray for us, that can help us in positive ways to be better for ourselves. So once we are better to ourselves and for ourselves, we can be everything and more that we need to be to our children we can start to see them in a different light and come out of the darkness of depression and not being present but be present with them and show them love and compassion and treat them better because they don't deserve they don't deserve what they go through i've witnessed too much stuff and it has me angry children don't ask to come into this world and go through the stuff that they went through. I didn't ask to come in this world to go through the stuff that I went through. So parents, we have to wake up and we have to wake up now. I am here to set the captives free. A lot of people are living in captivity of the enemy and everything that I named out from the enemy being present in the home Is every way that the enemy has us captive and we don't even know it because we don't think it's that serious. And guess what? This is all spiritual. You can't see all this stuff I named. You can't see it at face value because it's constantly happening and it's becoming the norm for a lot of people that they don't think that, you know, it's out of the ordinary. They think it's so normal. Yes, it has become normal. But guess what? The enemy attacking us like this should not be normal. Wake up and put on your armor. How can you put on your armor? Get in your Bible and learn about who the enemy is and learn how to fight spiritually. Baby, I don't care about no gun y'all got. Because guess what? When this, when this world get darker and darker and creatures from everywhere come out of the woodwork, Baby, your gun ain't going to do nothing for you. You need to be spiritually strengthened and strong mentally and spiritually and emotionally. It's too much going on for us not to be aware spiritually. But that's what happens when you are too much in the world and, and of the world. God said to be in it, but not of it. Come out of there, he said. Pharaoh, let my people go, he said. He brought me here to set some captives free, to bring awareness 
And if I need to go over the enemy again, I will go over who is the enemy again that is present in our homes. The enemy is very present and this is not a game. Look at the times that we are in. It starts in the home first. So if the enemy is present in the home, guess what? When we leave that, when we leave our house and go outside, it's even worse outside. So if you ain't got that rock and the foundation from inside the home, when you go outside, baby, you is victim to the enemy outside too. And it's going to be easy for you to be persuaded, pursued, and used as a vessel for the enemy. Wake up. It's time to wake up. Know what's going on. Don't be dumb. King dumb. I keep hearing this phrase. And I keep seeing it on social media. And I really understand it. Don't be king dumb. Don't be dumb. Be smart to the devices of the enemy. And know when he's using you. Know when he's present in your home. Get him out of there. Satan get behind thee. It's not a game, folks. So, I'm going to wrap this episode up. I'm going to go ahead on and wrap this episode up. And I'm just asking that we just become aware. Get close to God. Get a relationship with God. It does not have to be all boom, bada, bam, ba, bam. Your words don't have to all be eloquent and all of these things. Just go to him as you are and say, God. I don't know where to start. You know how my life has been. I have been wanting to change, but the enemy has held me captive, set me free. And guess what? God is going to say, Pharaoh, let my people go. And guess what? If he don't, then God will release his wrath each and every time. Go read your Bible. God will release his wrath each and every time that the enemy don't let you go. And if he lets you go and then he go get you and hold you back captive in another area, God's going to say, Pharaoh, let my people go. And if he releases you, no, if he don't release you, God is going to release another wrath. And then he's going to let you go because he can't take it. But then he's going to come back again. But then guess what? God going to part the Red Sea about you. God is going to part the Red Sea about you. He going to raise that water up like walls on the left and the right side of you. And he going to tell you walk that narrow path and walk straight. He going to dry that sea up, baby. And you going to walk on that ground while that water is up on the side of you. As soon as y'all make it over. And Pharaoh come after you again. Guess what? He going to release them waters and drown every last one of them. Tell them stop playing with you because you are a child of God. Pharaoh, let my people go. Stop playing with God's children. Wake up, people, and know who the enemy is and fight back spiritually. You are strong enough. You got this. And if you need help, go on. Check the description and go on over to my social media pages. Write me a DM, leave me a comment. I will hope that you will leave a comment about.
about today's episode and how it helped you, how it didn't help you. Anything else you want to talk about, also on my social media, I will be releasing the word bank for today of how the enemy has us captured.